Hello to you and welcome to the Adam Coombs podcast. This podcast series will cover subjects of the mind, body and being in a chatty, conversational and relatable way. I'm counsellor and solution-focused therapist Adam Coombs. This is episode number three on boundaries. I'm okay to start, if you are too, shall we? Hello you kind and lovely people. How are you all doing? Welcome back for this podcast and um, I just want to say a big thank you to everyone that's listened so far and given feedback. Um, it's still a crazy time, isn't it? Still in lockdown, still people struggling in all sorts of ways. And it's understandable that so many people are experiencing burnout right now. I work with a lot of different kind of professionals who are describing this at the moment and, and struggling. And one of the things that comes through a lot of the time is that when when we're talking and going into it all is that I think everyone's conscious that everyone else is struggling and it's that typical saying oh everyone's in the same boat and it's almost like minimizes the the impact of what's going on for you and the fact is well we're not all in the same boat is the the saying is always better said especially for a pandemic we're all in different boats but we're all in the same storm and when we're considering everybody else and it's it's lovely that that people do we can sometimes neglect our own needs and everything. It brings out the chronic people pleaser in all of us that you know, we have to look out for everyone else. We have to keep asking how everyone is. We have to take that, that extra effort because we want to know and we want our loved ones and those we, we care about the most to be okay. How often are we doing that to ourselves at the moment? So the point of this podcast today about boundaries it isn't so much... The, the encouragement to be completely selfish and, and to breed a narcissist. But it's more to be considering our own needs first and to be more compassionate uh, with ourselves and to and to show more kindness towards ourselves. Because when order and routine and structure gets thrown out, as we experienced with with lockdowns and pandemics and, and things that affect us like that, then suddenly our boundaries change all of a sudden, don't they? Because our, our life isn't what it was before. And the thing with boundaries is that they, they create a, a sort of a safe space for us. It identifies our limit of where we're willing to walk to and where we're not will, willing to allow other people into ourselves. And it's completely necessary to have these boundaries because then the day that they're keeping us safe and they're keeping others safe as well. And if we haven't got those boundaries, then we can sometimes lose our identity of ourselves or we can find ourselves sort of too enmeshed in someone else to be able to know what's best for us. The thing is about having healthy boundaries, it represents a, a good sense of who we are as individuals. And if we haven't got a good boundaries, you now we're suffering from, from poor or dysfunctional boundaries, then they can come out in all sorts of ways. And some of those things at the moment is, for instance, burnout. So many people are experiencing this at the moment where they're doing so much for everybody else and not listening to their body when it's screaming out just for a rest. We can find ourselves being easily influenced by other people, as in we haven't got a strong identity of ourselves, and so when someone else says about doing something, we're very impressionable to doing that. We can be the chronic people pleaser. Or in times we can be sharing things, for instance, and it can be almost oversharing, as in it's something that we wouldn't have said before, or it isn't something that we'd ordinarily feel comfortable about. It's just a need to be accepted can be overriding towards everything else. 
And something that can also drag up quite a lot is that we can end up finding ourselves becoming quite quite resentful when others ask us to do relatively small or minor tasks or favours, whereas before it wouldn't have been a problem. Because what's happening there is that gradually we've been lowering our boundaries. And naturally, people have just responded to that. Not maliciously, not in a bad way, but bit by bit, we've lost where our comfortable level is and we're we're overselling ourselves. So when we're giving... 100% to everybody else then what have we got left for ourselves that's not a healthy boundary but we learn about boundaries from birth from the point we start interpreting the world we start understanding what is our role in the world and what is the role of others and where is it safe having a good upbringing it serves us so well in adolescence and adult life as well and it goes to show what a poor upbringing can do. It can be either the over-empowerment or under-empowerment of a child for them to not know necessarily where their boundaries are or what, what healthy boundaries look like in the first place. And that'd be quite a scary place for, for children to be sometimes, to firstly not know where they stand or to have these boundaries in place, for them to be abused. So to have a good upbringing from our parents... There has to be that really fine balance of empowerment where children can create their own autonomy and feel like they've got a voice but not feel it's being knocked down every time they speak up. I think one of the things to take away from this today especially is to realise that being selfish also isn't a bad thing. It's not a dirty word. It's totally okay to be selfish and to put yourself first. If you don't put yourself first in things, then what you're left with is is running off of someone else's agenda all of the time. It's totally okay and right and deserving for you to have your own voice, to be able to say, this is what I want, this is what I expect, and to be able to negotiate that if it's the complete opposite of what someone else wants. And that's the thing about setting boundaries, is that they don't all need to be rigid boundaries. There can be slight flexibility in them. And it's also really healthy, right, and okay to say no to things as well. To not keep putting yourself out there all of the time. To be serving others when in fact what you really need is just a little bit of quietness to yourself. Doing something for you for a while. Doing whatever makes you happy. Being creative. Doing arts. Doing playing music. Whatever it is. Do something for you. Because you're worth that. And if you're a chronic people pleaser who always puts everyone else before yourself. Then you may have heard of this word called no. It's a powerful word. It enables you to express a choice. And it's a choice that you've got especially when it comes to your own boundaries. You do not have to say yes to everything you don't want to do. It may feel uncomfortable to start with saying no because, well, it's it's an uncomfortable truth as opposed to telling the easy lie of your choice. You don't want to do something, but you say yes anyway because, well, it's just easier, isn't it? It's easier than the chronic fear of letting somebody down or showing up to be selfish when, in fact, all you're doing is what so many other people have found the confidence to do. It can be life-changing. And people with poor boundaries often have a correlation to a low sense of self-worth. And so to lose lose your own identity by helping others all the time or to be putting others first in every situation, that's just resentment under construction. Gradually, bit by bit, if you're doing something you don't want to be particularly doing for somebody and you're doing it just to be a nice person, eventually that's going to come to a head because you can't carry that act on forever. It's really positive to be setting boundaries. You've been doing it all of your life to an extent, But if you're struggling at the moment of experiencing burnout and you don't know where to go with things, 
then it's time to start defining where your boundaries are. And they come in all sorts of ways, shapes and fashions. But think about what is it that you want. And the, the way to define that sometimes is to look at where you are now and and to work out what you're not comfortable with. The first point of setting any boundaries is to define it. So where is that line going to be drawn in the sand? And this could be the really unhealthy thing about boundaries is that they're not identified in the first place. If you don't know where your boundaries are, then how the hell can anyone else know where they are? People by the very nature look to get the most out of situations. So if you haven't got any boundaries or quite a low wall of a boundary, people are going to tread over that quite a lot and they're not going to mean to. It doesn't mean that people are bad. It just means that that's the nature of what humans will do. Once you've defined it, you've got to communicate it to whoever it relates to. Let them know. Boundaries are going to be different with each person that you, that's in your life in many ways, aren't they? Because the boundary that you've got with your, your partner isn't necessarily going to be the same boundary that you've got with your, your friends. Everyone's got their own unique part of you in many ways. And so it can get quite complex. But at the same time, it's about you working out what you want from people and how you can best manage those relationships. Because if you have got people in your life such as a partner, children, your parents, brother, sister, friends, co-workers, all of those people in your life that you're not managing boundaries with, then is it any wonder whatsoever that you're resentful and burnt out? And this is the hard part then. Once the boundary has been defined and communicated, there has to be a consequence to it. If that boundary is overstepped, then what is going to be the consequence to that? And it's got to be enforced as well. Don't, having consequences that aren't enforced is sometimes worse than no boundaries at all. It's letting the other person know that, well, they can do what they want and actually your, your voice isn't necessarily worth anything because you're just going to let them keep getting away with it. Again, it hasn't got to be harsh sanctions, but it can just be something like, well, I'm, I'm going to tell you if you overstep that mark that you, you've upset me. But it can be barriers. Of course, there's barriers to to having boundaries in the first place. And, and one of those can be such things as codependency, where, where as a result of our upbringing, we form unhealthy attachments to other people in our lives. We could potentially be never shown what a healthy boundary looks like in the first place. And how the hell are we meant to set that? We can find ourselves already in a pattern of being a chronic people pleaser. Our whole existence depends on everyone else's validation and everyone else being pleased and satisfied. And a fear also, a fear that if we set boundaries, that we'll lose people. And the truth is this, if you set boundaries and people don't like it, that's because they were benefiting from the point of you not having boundaries in the first place. It means they're losing out. You may lose people from setting boundaries, but you won't lose the right people. There are lots of things that we can set boundaries for. They're there to protect us at the end of the day, so there's such things as personal boundaries regards to having your own space. Sexual boundaries a massive part of firstly of growing up and also to feel safe and healthy in relationships with others our boundaries with emotions and thoughts if we haven't got emotional boundaries then we can find ourselves over committing to situations or under committing and pushing people away all the time to a point that it can be quite detrimental to us big one in the uh, in the office world is uh, boundaries on possessions and stuff I used to be a, a, a chronic pen thief. I know this isn't exactly Confession Corner, but um, never meant to steal people's pens, but there I was, and uh, I'm in recovery for it, and uh, I've served, served my time. Setting time boundaries and energy boundaries as well. How much do you commit to things? Do you 
just keep going until the task is done or how does it end you can also set boundaries in relation to your your religion your belief your culture anything like that consider boundaries like your home so who are you going to be letting into your home first of all is everyone welcome into your home or are you someone that's going to be a little bit more selective or in fact do not want anybody in your home because you don't trust anybody also what's the arrangement with with people that do want to come to to see you is it a case of just turn up when you want or is it a case of don't even bother thinking about it or is there give me a call and we'll discuss something further on the healthy boundary and all of that is to to give me a call and we'll, we'll arrange something mutually together if you let anyone in and give all your mates a key then potentially that boundary is quite low if you tell everyone to not even bother coming near you then that's a fairly high boundary but let's consider that firstly boundaries are there for safety aren't they so you know what's potentially happened in your past for you to think well no one's bloody welcome Ultimately, boundaries are different for different people. Your boundaries some days may be slightly higher because of the way you feel compared to other days when you're feeling a lot more relaxed and safe. They have to be dynamic. If you feel that you're being overstretched at the moment or you feel either burnt out or that you're not taking care of your own needs enough, then that's a time to take stock. This isn't meant today to be a, a solve to all of your problems. It's just here for you to start engaging into that thought process of evaluating your boundaries and where they currently are. Regardless of it all, you deserve to have healthy boundaries. You deserve to feel safe and secure, and you deserve to be happy in the choices that you make. Most of all, you deserve to have people respect your boundaries when you set them. These podcasts are not meant to be a replacement for therapy. In my therapy practice at Dynamic Therapy, I work with lots of people, and these are things that come up quite frequently, to be fair, in lots of different guises. If ever you hear things in, in these podcasts that get you engaging in the thought process, then if you can, then reach out. There's plenty of free services out there available. Or you can look me up as a private therapist through Dynamic Therapy Club or under my name, Adam Coombs. Thank you so, so much for listening today. And I'll speak to you again soon. Bye-bye. This has been the Adam Coombs Podcast. If you've enjoyed listening, then please click, subscribe, rate and review this podcast. Otherwise, I'm available on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and LinkedIn if you look for Adam at Dynamic Therapy Club or Dynamic Therapy Club. I'll be on there. The music on this podcast was brought to you by Dragonov89 at Pixabay. Until next time, take care of yourselves and goodbye.